Hey, as some of you may know, I'm an instructional designer. I did a series on getting ready for online teaching at the beginning of this pandemic. And then at the end, um, I did a assessing your semester podcast, kind of taking a step back and looking at what we've gone through and how crazy it got. Um, and what we should be looking forward to for next semester and what we should be focusing on during the break. So grab a seat, get a drink. Uh, right now I'm drinking um, Hansai ginger tea, uh, which you can find in some of your local grocers. Uh, non-caffeinated, non-caffeinated, and with a little bit of honey, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, pull up a chair and uh, grab your favorite drink and enjoy. Okay, so thanks for joining us today. Today we're going to do a recap um, of our semester, of our spring semester, um, and uh, looking forward to the uh, upcoming semester. Um, I know it's the fall semester now, but we're looking at the, the past semester, uh, the first part of when we all move to online learning. And then <clears throat> we'll look at how we're doing now. But then what we should be really looking at uh, going forward to the next spring 2021 semester. Um, a lot of things have happened so, so far. Um, we've gone through a lot and looks like we're gonna go through some more. Um, as I speak to you now, uh, there is a new president elect, um, new policies have gone, are, are looking like they're gonna be on the horizon. Um, the COVID virus tolls are taking um, a turn for the worst again, like uh, people are predicted. So, um, you know, and we have moved to fully online uh, coming in the spring. So we're gonna be doing this for a while. So let's start. How was your first semester of online teaching? Okay. Um, in March, you were thrusted into this whole thing of teaching online and you had no idea of what the heck to do. <laughs> so let's figure out what happened. You know, I know even for me who, you know, taught online and, you know, I'm a kind of an IT person and early adopter of a lot of things. You know, you still go through some stages, you know, how, how am I going to do this? What, what tools do I need? What do I have to do? What's the setup? How am I going to get this done? You know, am I prepared for this? You, you know, you, I, 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 I imagine and talking with faculty and I kind of like just putting it all together. I, I, I found that there are like six stages of, 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 of online teaching that people went through. So I kind of put it together so you could take a look at it and, you know, if you agree with me or not, but it's kind of what happened, uh, where we were. So uh, my six stages that I saw were anger, anger, <laughs> denial, the explorer mode, acceptance, and then your sink, swim, or doggy paddle. So we're going to go into those, those six little stages that I, that I, uh, that I found in helping faculty and even with my own struggles, you know, because just because you know, you know how to do certain things, but you have to instruct other people. And, you know, 
everybody is not on the same level as far as technology is, goes. So you have to be able to um, you know, show them how to do certain things, why certain things need to be done. You know, it's one thing to do the techie how to do certain things. That's easy. Click here, click there, do that. That's the easy part. But explaining to people why you want to do certain things, how things are done. You know, the really the real philosophy, the real nuts and bolts behind these things. That's hard to do, you know. So and then incorporating that with technology where people sometimes are afraid of that gets difficult. So yeah, there was there were there were stresses for all of the our, of our instructional designers um, as well. So let's go I, I kind of went uh, deep into each um, uh, stage and you see that there's anger twice <laughs> because you were we were angry at two separate things. So the first stage of anger, you know we got this news, right? We first got the news, we're leaving campus and we're going home and now we've got to teach online. You're like, what, what are you talking about? You know, everybody was mad at the outside world. You're mad at your politicians, your government, your local government, your local politicians, everybody you can think of you were mad at because it, you're just, what else are you going to do? So you were mad at that, you know, so you had to get over that. You know, you, you, were, you were riveted to the news and you were hearing all these, this horrible uh, horrible things that are happening and and but you were still angry at 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 everything and everyone and then once we moved from there your anger was pointed toward inward <laughs> you were angry at your wherever your institution was you were angry at your job your school angry at your students i don't know why they didn't do anything because they were probably feeling the same way you were then of course you were mad at your computer because you know for some of those us who you know only use our computer to you know, search Amazon and and send an uh, occasional e email. And then you're mad at yourself because, you know, why didn't I take that computer course in college? Or, you know, why didn't I turn on the computer more when I had the time? And, you know, you just, you're just plain mad. You're mad at everything, which is, this is totally fine. You have to get through this part because this is normal. This is the growth part, right? You're angry at everything. You're angry at everyone. Hopefully you didn't take it out on people. Though I can honestly say that uh, um, we've got we we got some anger issues uh, thrown our way, but which is understandable. And you know, I I totally un understood when faculty came to us and they were angry. You know, um, but this is a growth period. So you were you are in the middle of your growth. You didn't know it at the time, <laughs> but you were growing. <laughs> so you were just plain angry. You know, and and that took some time. Then you got into your denial phase. You were like, okay, there's no way in the world I can do this stuff, all right? I don't know how I'm gonna teach online. I've never done this before. I don't know the, 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 the first thing, but what I have to do. Um, you know, I, I don't even know what it means to teach online. Like, what does that mean? I don't know, do, you know, do I have to be on the computer from, you know, from at a certain time? Do I have to, you know, show, uh, just talk, talk to my students? How am I doing that? What tools am I using? You know, and then you're talking and you're thinking about if you can get that old job you had back in high school, your paper route, or, you know, if you would call back your old boss and see if they would take you back at, at a Fortune 500 company that you you left years ago to go, go into education because you thought it was so easy or so satisfying. <laughs> so you went through this phase, you know, asking these questions, doubting yourself, questioning, what, where do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? Totally normal. We all went through this. 
everybody went through this. My next stage I, I found people went through was their explorer stage. You became an explorer. By the way, that picture is of, uh, for you, you uh, historians out there, and it's Estab Esteban the Moor. He's an explorer of the Southwest Territory. Just random knowledge that I like to put out there. But that uh, next stage was the explorer stage. So you started searching, started looking for, for, uh, for, for help. So you went to your school's website, trying to figure out where things are, what they have. You start searching other institutions, seeing what they're doing. Especially for those of us in the CUNY system, you have a wealth of information there. You've got, you know, over 20 schools to find out what, what, uh, what each school is doing. Um, we put out a lot of information um, to help. Some of you may maybe even looked uh, for free teaching online workshops in other, other places. You started to compile this list of resources. You started to compile of where you were looking at and where you can go back to get help. Started joining these, these uh, talks and you know maybe you joined a listserv or a Slack channel or groups for teaching online. So you got your information together. And once you got your information together, once you, you figured out where to go and, and, and where you were gonna get this help, you got into a little acceptance mode. You're like, okay, all right. I think I can do this. You know, you've accepted that you have to do this, right? Uh, that you're gonna have to teach online, okay? I mean, it's someone's gotta do it. Um, you know, you, you may have spoken to somebody, maybe you spoke to me, maybe, you, you know, you spoke to somebody at, at another college, you know, other colleagues, you got together, you talked about things, <clears throat> but now you're in this mode of, okay, let's do this, let's go, we can do this, all right? And you got there. Now what? <laughs> so you, you went through all this, you went through the stages, you, you, went, you had your highs and your lows, your ups and your downs. And now you're like, all right, so I did this, like I went through all this. So now what, what am I gonna do? What's gonna happen? So now you're in your, uh, your, your assessment mode, right? So what I want to do is I want to go back here and I want to put in, once you've done your, your homework, once you've gone through the, the, the semester, and once you've taught your class, you know, from March until May, you had um, some time to get something working. You, you, you had a crash course in teaching online and what you had to do. So what happened? Did you sync? Did you have a plan? What worked? What didn't work? These are the things you're going to have to assess, you know. So, and I'll go back to this one here. So you're you're assessing you're assessing what worked, what didn't work, okay? Um, did you dive right in and start swimming? You know, in March we're like, oh, this is easy. I can do this. I know the tools. I can I can get things done. I can put stuff up on Blackboard. They had they had their tests. I did videos, I did assessments, I did all other alternative forms of assessments. It was easy, you know, or did you just get along? Did you doggy paddle? You know, um, were you just holding, were you just, you just uh, floating? You know, were you just getting by? You know, did, were you able to put up content? Were you able to have discussions? You know, um, what happened? Or did you just, you know, sink? <laughs> so you got to find out now what? Assess what we did what, at, at the end of the semester, and now for now, assess what you did 
assess what happened, what worked, what didn't work. Take about two weeks just to just to decompress. Just think about maybe take some notes, write down some things. Oh, this worked. You know, this tool worked. This tool didn't work. I want to know how to do this. I wonder if we could do this, you know, or that just didn't work. Or you know what? This was too much work for me. I need to think of another way to get this assignment or this uh, assessment across to my students, but alleviating some of the work. How do you fix this? How do you improve on this? Okay. So again, what's your plan? You know, so you're assessing what worked, what didn't work. Okay. So again, I, and I'll just, you know, re, re, uh, rehash what I said is that, you know, did you doggy paddle? What did you do that worked well? Review what you didn't uh, go, what didn't go so well, uh, what you need to fix. Okay. Um, and think about the tools in the LMS. Think about the tools that we're using Blackboard. Think about the tools that you need to learn more of. Think about the tools that you use that didn't work. Think about the tools that did work. All right. And then what you possibly want to do differently next semester. Okay. How do you want to use Blackboard differently? How do you want to change that assignment? You know, how do you want to get reach more students? You know, how, how do you want to make a difference from your prior semester? And then if you were those, those ones who were swimming to the finish line and that everything worked out well, you still want to review the semester. You still want to review what worked or what didn't and what you want to change or what not to change. What do you want to add? You know, uh, maybe you want to add a new tech tool. You know, we have a plethora of of tech tools that you can use that go along with the Blackboard and some that you can use on your own, okay? What can you do to better your ability to teach online, okay? But in all, we're talking about assessment. We're talking about assessing how you did, how you felt, and what you think you can do to be better for the next semester. You know, when, when creating your, <clears throat> your Blackboard course and using the show, you know, I always felt that it's about consistency, consistency in the look and the feel of your Blackboard course, okay, so that every, every module or every week looks the same so that students know where to go to get the information they need. You don't want them spending more time looking for your assignment or looking for information that they're not even getting the chance to do the, do the work. So you don't want that. So consistency is key. You also want them, you also want to have engagement. What are you doing that's engaging the students in learning? How are they learning? Okay, um, are you using the discussion tool? Are you using the tech tool, play posit, voice thread? You know, are you showing videos? Are you asking questions on those videos? What are you doing? How are you engaging the student? Interaction. How are they interacting with one another? Group work. I use the, the, uh, the tool PlayPosit and VoiceThread. These are other tools that are used within Blackboard that um, <clears throat> help in interaction and engagement with students. And then the last is retention. Are they retaining? What are you doing that's going to uh, make them retain the work? You know, are they learning it? Are they actually learning the work? Are they going to be able to take what they've done in your class? To, to, to the next level, okay? So those are the four things I always look at when, we, when I'm assessing um, uh, work, 
assessing the course. You know, consistency, engagement, interaction, and retention. Those are my keys that I look at. So in the end, you know, we want to go from this. I found this meme. And this guy is, I was online teaching and it says, this is the river of my tears. You know, so we, we, want, we want to go from this guy, you know, and we want to go to this. We want to go to where students are actively engaging and thinking um, uh, about the work that we're doing online, um, you know, so that it's, it's, it's working well for not only the students, but for you. Because, you know, it's one thing to give all the assignments and give all this work but the key is interacting with the students and assessing their work so that they can understand what they got wrong, what they got right, why they got these things wrong and why they got these things right. That's, learn that's where the learning comes into play. So, you know, in all, I, 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 I want everyone to take away from this is sit back, take a look at what you have done so far and you've done a lot. You've gotten this far. Think about what worked. Think about what didn't work. Think about what you want to do for the next semester. This is now coming up to our midterms and coming up to the holidays. So take stock of what you've been doing so far. There is a plethora of information out there for, um, on, the, on the college websites. You can always ask the instructional designers and the teaching learning centers to get information to find out how you want to do things. Okay. So remember that there's a difference between how to do things, where just the technology aspect of it, as how to use the tool in Blackboard, how to use discussion board in Blackboard, and then the pedagogical, the what's the best way to get this assignment across? What's the best? assessment to use, assessment tool to use for my class, okay? That's instructional design. So take the time, assess what you've done, take the next step and go further. Um, and just realize that, you know, we're all in this, everyone is at the same point where, where everybody is learning how to do things better. Even the instructional designers are, are figuring out what's the best tools to use, what's the best tools to put out there, what's the best tools to, uh, to showcase so that the, um, the, the consistency, engagement, interaction, and the retention of your students is better. I hope that you are having a great semester. I hope you finish strong. Um, and I hope that you will take heed and take the time to assess what you've done so far so that the next semester is always better than the last semester. Thanks again.